Welcome back to the Not Yet Adults podcast. This, of course, is a podcast starring myself, Eric Zayas, and the lovely and incomparable Colin Jeffrey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So good to be here. Longtime listener, first time caller. My question today is for Eric, and that is, how are you, Eric? That's a lovely question, Colin. Interesting that you say that you're a first time caller because you've done this podcast together since it began, but um, I've been doing great. I don't know if you could tell in the last podcast it was kind of like a few weeks ago but i was kind of um still dealing with like a, i don't know if it was a cold or something it was it was kind of like my voice was kind of gone it's gotten back it's, it's i've gotten better and it kind of you know leads me into like my idea for the topic for this episode but before we get to that i should ask you how you're doing because that's what nice people do i mean it's fine you, you already admitted that you already just want to get to the topic so you know it's it's i mean we're where we're at so you know what you don't get to hear how i'm doing it's no i'm doing good uh yeah last weekend i i was in tacoma and i hung out with you and and the late night folks and we got to see the season four finale and all that and yeah it was really good and you and i talked a little bit because obviously the next episode is going to be episode 50 um which is a big milestone for us and we had an idea for what that topic will be uh, and so I, I don't want to give that away yet, but I think my trip to Tacoma and some of the stuff we did there, uh, we'll talk about a bit more in the next episode. Absolutely. Yeah. No, don't spoil the end game. That's all I'll say. That's all. No, no. We're in the end game now, Eric. We're, we're definitely in the end game. You know, TLDR is, I had an awesome weekend in Tacoma. You and I got to get brunch together and hang out, um, which is really, really great. Because I feel like we take it for granted, even though you and I talk almost every week, like we don't get to hang out in person. So when that happens, it's really cool. Yeah. You said it was like... We- <laughs> We do this like once a year, so we should make it like we got to talk about everything. Oh, I know. And then we fit it into like all this stuff. And it's funny because like this happened last time I was in Tacoma, too. But I think we talked about this podcast maybe 15 seconds of like the two hours we were together, uh, which is so cool because like we do this podcast every week. So when we're together, we just talk about the stuff we don't talk about the rest of the time. And I thought that was really, really cool. So, uh, yeah, and again, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. But, uh, yeah, so you had this idea, Eric. You wanted to talk about uh, sickness and sort of this idea of of uh, disease and, and death and famine and all of these. Well, no, that's a little, that's a little big. You don't have to make it that bad. But I, just, I was looking through our previous episodes, and I was like, we must have talked about getting sick before. And it, it, that's how I – that's kind of the sign of, like – we've talked about this before. A sign of a good episode topic is when we think we've – or when one of us has thought we've talked about this before, and we look and we haven't, and like, oh, there's a lot of potential here. It's that feeling of clearly we must have done this. Obviously, it's it's such a like immediate conclusion you jump to that we would have done this topic, but we haven't. So, uh, so where do you want to start on this one, Eric? I mean, it's sickness is one of those things I feel like no one really wants to talk about, but it's something that everyone can empathize with a little bit. I was thinking like what we've done in past episodes, which we haven't done in a while, is kind of talk about how we felt about this the particular topic at hand when we were kids and versus how we feel about now as an adult you know when we're kids we getting sick is something we want to do because it's an excuse to get out of school basically keeps us from having to leave the house we get to stay inside play video games we get pampered by by our parents you know oftentimes we get ice cream or something and it's 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 fun and that's Definitely not the case as an adult. What was your kind of experience as a kid getting sick? Very similar to everything you just said. I know uh, I was really into Pokemon as a kid, and I lost my Pokemon Fire Red game one summer. It was in, like, my grandpa's car, and I found it, like, six or seven years later, like, way, way, way later. 
Um, but I lost the game and then I eventually got it replaced. And right when I got it replaced, I got sick. Uh, and so I got to stay home from school for like two days. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. And I swear to God, I beat that game in two days. I did like nothing else. But yeah, I mean, it's it's very much that idea you talked about of, you know, you kind of stay home and get pampered by your folks a little bit and all that. Uh, now that a little bit of time has passed and the, the statute of limitations is up, so to speak, did, did you ever pretend to be sick, Eric? Did you, did you ever say you were sick and maybe maybe you weren't as sick as you led people on to believe? You know what's funny? I specifically remember, first of all, I got to say, I think I have a very similar memory of getting sick and being able to play video game to completion as you, but instead of it being Pokemon, for me, it was The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, that game I, I binged because I was sick and it was it's still to this day one of my favorite Legend of Zelda games and it's like never talked about because it's one of the portable ones that was kind of made in between the main console ones. But anyways, not bad video games. I distinctly remember when I was in elementary school and I can't remember the grade. I think it might have been third or fourth grade. Uh, my grandmother on my uh, father's side lived with us at the time. Now she lives with our extended family in, in Houston. Um, and she, you know, like older people, like don't really, I don't want to make a generalization, but like, I feel like older people and young kids have one similarity, if anything, and that's that they kind of don't have a filter. Like when you're really kid, you don't have a filter because you haven't developed yet. And then when you're, I would imagine when you're really old, you kind of lose your filter because you're like, well, I mean, I'm old and you know, I can do it a lot. So she would just call me out on stuff and I didn't. Didn't appreciate at the time, but I appreciate it now as an adult because it's, I think it's hilarious. And also I kind of, I was a little brat, so I needed it. Uh, yeah, but there was a distinct memory when I was, I, it must have been third, like I said, third or fourth grade. And I faked, my, basically my grandmother was tasked with like getting me up and getting me to school because my parents worked earlier shifts. And if I remember this correctly, and I got up and told her like, I, I don't feel well. You know, and she's like, yeah, right, you're, you're faking. It's like, no, I feel really bad. And then I called my mom. I was like, oh, I'm sick. <clears throat> I'm so sick. And, um, I, but the thing is, something I should have mentioned before, I actually was sick. I was, in this moment, I was sick. I was just like, I don't know. I oh, Wait, was that? No, maybe I'm remembering this wrong. This is bad podcast if I can't remember this. No, okay, sorry. I'm remembering this wrong. I'm putting things out of order. Okay, so I definitely wasn't sick and this on this day and i was so i was like doing the fake cough to my mom and she's like okay you can stay home and like so the whole day i was basically trying to enjoy it by watching cartoons and periodically my grandma would peek in and be like i know you're faking it you're lying you know and and i was like whatever no like do you need anything no can i get you an extra pillow it's just you're freaking fake and then i think this is if karma is a real thing, I think I experienced it because I swear, like, the next day, this is why I mentioned I was sick, because I was remembering things just out of order. The next day, I actually did get sick, but, like, I couldn't, I knew, like, oh, I can't miss two days of school in a row. So I talked to my mom that morning, and she's like, do you feel good going to school? And I was like, yeah, I do. And then I coughed, but it wasn't, like, a fake cough. It was, like, a real genuine cough that just, like, came out because I was I was actually sick and I didn't mean to cough on the phone but it just came out and then she's like are, are you sure and I was like no I'm, I'm sure and part of it was like my grandma saying like I you know 
basically my grandma was telling on my mom's side was telling my mom like he's faking it and i'm sure they had some conversation away from me where it's like she's like okay i understand but let him you know have his one day off and then he'll go to school the next day so the day i wasn't sick i got school off and the day i was actually sick i had to go to school sick and i for all i know i got other kids sick it was a bad time and it's so fascinating because like i i don't want to speak for you but at least for me i would get so in my head about it because like I, I never wanted to go to school and it was very much like a run out the clock situation of how many days can I just not have to go. Um, but for me, it was like, okay, do I actually feel bad or am I just telling myself I feel bad? Like, and then like, you know, like you get a headache or whatever. Okay. Does that mean I'm sick or do I just have a headache? You know, do you think you were a bit of a hypochondriac? Yeah, probably, probably a bit. I mean, like I did not like school as a kid at all. So it was honestly just any excuse. Like, it'd be like, stubbed my toe, ah, one week's bed rest, man, sorry, I I, I can't go, I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, I mean, it was, I just didn't like school, and I'm sure, like, at the time, we assumed, we were like, oh, man, look at us, we are pulling a fast one, we got this thing on lock, I'm sure our parents knew. They probably have, like, an idea of, like, okay, how many days out of the year am I gonna let them get away with pretending to be sick? Like, let's say, out of the 180 plus days of school they're required to go to, let's say they get, like, five free fake six. Well, because, like, as a kid, and I'm painting with a broad brush here, but you probably don't have the emotional maturity to be, like, Hey, I'm not feeling sick, but I really need a day off today. I just I I just need to recharge my batteries. I'm not doing well, you know, maybe it's a mental health day, whatever it may be. Like as a kid, you probably don't have the awareness to say that, but everyone knows what sick means. And so as as their parent, that's probably, you know, kind of a sign to them of like, okay, they've been working hard lately. They're they're burnt out. I'm just going to give them this day off and, you know, wink, nod, nudge, nudge, they're sick. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, frankly, I'm sure they did the same thing with their parents back back in the day. So I, I, I don't know. It's something I feel like we notice as we get older of like all the things we thought we pulled over on our parents. It's like they're, they're a lot smarter than we probably give them credit for. There's so many examples of the times where I'm like, you know, memory, remembering uh, a time when I think I like tricked my parents it's like oh they knew they just let me get away with it because they like oh i've been there and you know kids should get their their moments and also if they called you out on everything you did you would just never do anything because you're like god i am just such a just a screw up Uh, and also i think there's a reverse psychology aspect of if your if your parents never let you get away with anything you're just gonna try to get away with worse and worse things and all of a sudden you're doing drugs right and don't do that because that's bad so yeah i mean i i kind of went down the rabbit hole there a little bit but yeah i mean i weirdly enough i think i have more fond memories than not of being sick as a kid because i got to stay home i got taken care of i played video games didn't have to go to school as opposed to being an adult where when we get sick now it only it's only a bad time it is the freaking worst and i feel like there's kind of a turning point for that and for me it was high school of where you can stay home sick that is something you can do it can still happen but it often makes your life harder than it does easier and an example of that would be you know an ever or evergreen the middle school i went to was called evergreen but i i was trying to say uh, an elementary or middle school uh, you stay home and your work kind of piles up, but as soon as you get back, they give you plenty of time to do it. As opposed to in high school or even college, you can take a day off for being sick, but the amount of work that you will have is just so astronomical. Falling a day behind when the curriculum is moving that quickly is just the worst. And they don't let you, or maybe they try to, but it's not as easy for them to say, oh, well, just, you know catch up at your own pace no it's like no we, we're all continuing and like either you like you 
pick up speed with your curriculum or you fall behind. It, it is very much this train stops for no one. Because that's how adult life works. And I get why they do that in, as early as high school because they need to prepare you for life. And in, in like an adult life, which we're learning now, <laughs> when you get sick and you fall behind, no one's get, they're not going to slow down for you. They're just like, okay, well, either he catches up or he gets fired or let go or fails his this class or whatever equivalent of adulthood you're experiencing well and i mean i wasn't sick but an example of this is you know i went to tacoma last weekend and i had to get that time off approved from work and it's not like work just stops when you're gone you know the the wheels still keep turning and now people are having to fill in for you and so you know if you take a day off from work especially as an adult you know whether it's sick or what have you um that doesn't stop. Now people are having to make their lives harder to compensate for the fact that you can't do what you signed up for doing. And of course, everyone has to do that. This isn't me guilt tripping people who get sick. That's just the nature of, you know, the world of work is you, you fill in the gaps when other people can't, but it makes their lives harder as opposed to in school. It didn't really make anyone else's life harder when, when you, uh, you know, took time off. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. And then, I mean, as, as you kind of set us up for, uh, then you get to adulthood and it's very different. The most frustrating thing, not to say that I'm an adult, as the name of the podcast suggests, but the most frustrating thing in the world for me was uh, in college uh, at PLU, in the two years I was there, I never got sick once. It did not happen a single time. The only exception to that was when I would come home to visit my family in Spokane, I got sick every single time. And that was so frustrating because it got to the point where they were like, hey, do you want to come back for Thanksgiving? Do you want to come back for spring break? And I was like, no, no, I do not. Because I don't want to get really tensely sick. I get sick and then it doesn't just go away. It's not like a, a you know two day stomach flu or something. It's that head cold that stuck around for like a month. So like when I came back uh, from Christmas break, I don't remember if it was first year or second year. I, the first day I got back to PLU, had to go to Walgreens and just buy so much DayQuil. And I was just on DayQuil for, like, the next two weeks. Because it, it was just like, what else am I supposed to do? I can't take two weeks off of classes. that I'd literally have to, like, drop out. Like, there's just no way I'd be able to make up all that work. But it just sucked so bad. And, like, I eat pretty healthy and I, I you know, practice good hygiene and I, I wash my hands and all of that. And so it was so frustrating every time I went home, like clockwork, just to be... God, you, you have a cold for the next two weeks. It was just the worst thing, man. Yeah, I got to tell you a pretty intense story of when I got sick in college. Because I, I don't get very sick. I don't get sick very often, but I do. It's really intense. And I think that's probably what you were experiencing, like not getting sick at all in college, getting sick when you get home. Is it fair to say that you don't always get sick, but when you do, it's pretty intense? Just like the Dozeki's guy. I'm the most sick person in the world. In college, I got mono, uh, and I forgot what that word is short for. But anyways, people know it as, like, it's the kissing disease. It's something you usually get from, like, you know, college because a lot of kids are making out and stuff like that. But when I got it, I'm thinking about the timeline of when I got it, and I don't think I, like, got it from kissing anyone. I don't know how I got it because it, like when I started feeling the symptoms, it had been a while since I had kissed anyone. So I'm like, it couldn't have been from kissing. I've just been talking to someone in close proximity, as boring as that is. For those who haven't had it, my experience with it was I had these pretty massive swelling in my neck, like between my neck and my chin bone, which is the swelling of the lymph nodes, which is like really like a telltale sign of of mono. And so I had that. Uh, Obviously, my throat 
really hurt. I lost my voice for probably the better part of a month. It was just hell. And like I, I uh, went to the uh, PLU Health Center and they said yes, this is we, have to, we, we in order to test this. This is a specific way we have to like. I forgot, it's been a while, but I think they like collect my saliva and send it to a lab or something, and it came back and like yes, it's definitely mono, and here's what you take, and here's how long you have to take it. And, but it's just a thing. It's not like a quick cure. It's very much like yeah, you just have to deal with this for a while and like don't kiss anyone for a while. Don't try to spread. I was like no problem there because I don't feel any kind of romantic mood. Um, and yeah, it was it was pretty intense. But then when it was over, the you know. I talked to the health center and they said, "You're yeah, this is like one of those things where you get it once and you don't get it again. There's literally the equivalent of WebMDing your symptoms, which is a terrible idea. Never do it. Uh, but I, I just Googled a little bit about mono for the folks out there who don't know much about it, including myself. Uh, and it stands for mononucleosis. And according to Healthline, the virus is spread through direct contact with saliva from the mouth of an infected person or other bodily fluids, such as blood. It's also spread through sexual contact and organ transplantation. You can be exposed to the virus by a cough or sneeze, by kissing, or by sharing food or drinks with someone who has mono. So there's actually quite a few ways you can get it. Maybe someone coughed in my face and I didn't think much of it. I just remembered significantly because I hadn't gotten sick for a while before I'd gotten mono and then when i got it it was i it put me out it was like i was drained it, something about my it drains your energy so it was like hard to get up in the morning hard to, to go to school hard to go to work for like weeks that kind of pivots into another part of getting sick as quote-unquote an adult and that is the opposite of getting sick as a kid which is as a kid your parents are there to take care of you as an adult it's you man it's it's all on you and you don't feel like doing anything but you but you have to because you're still responsible for like going to work and paying your bills and like you know going to class and making sure you finish your assignments on time but another part of that and this is like a very medical side effect but when you're having to keep moving at the pace you usually do in your life you're not giving your body that time it needs to recover and so often as an adult you'll be sick for longer just because you can't afford to rest as much as you could when you were a kid I often as a kid, like you get a cold, you'd have a couple days of like really intense, nothing but just sleeping and resting, and then you'd pretty much be fine. Uh, but as an adult, it'll linger for weeks often because you just have to keep doing stuff and you're not giving your body that time out it deserves. That's something I experienced in a very direct way recently because I like a week ago, I, I think it ended about a week ago, I was um, finishing up this sickness that I had experienced for like probably about two weeks or so um, where I'd like... It was like a, it started out as a mild cold and I was like, okay, that's not bad. And then I lost my voice for a while. And with the thing about losing your voice, the only way to really get it back is just to not use your voice. But since my job right now is a salesman, I use my voice like five out of seven days a week. And like the other two days, I'm like hanging out with my roommates and talking with them. And then you podcast on the side just for good measure. Yes. <laughs> and I podcast and like, um, I think, yeah, there were a couple weeks where I, I told you like, I, I can't do the podcast this week because my voice is like gone and la la last week when we recorded which we had to it was recording we had to scrap because of technical issues unfortunately you know what i'll i'll freaking call it out man discord freaking discord just all the problems we have with discord pretty much most of the problems we have technical wise is with discord unfortunately but yeah it, i'm i'm like low-key happy we scrapped that episode because if you listen back to the audio we do have my voice is like different it's i should not have been podcasting that episode yeah and i mean we're comfortable taking a break as we do often now just when it's not working out for one reason and, and then we come back and we have a great episode so you know it's it's not that big a deal so eric we're kind of 
slowly approaching the end of this episode. Uh, I am curious now that, you know, we're, we're sort of at the stage in our life where when we do get sick, obviously it's on us to take care of ourselves. Uh, is there any tips or tricks, maybe some homemade remedies, something that you've found you've had a lot of success with when you get sick that, that makes you feel better or gets you to that recovery point a little quicker? Uh, I don't know if it gets me to recover more quickly, but probably my favorite like remedy when I'm sick, it's similar to something I would do as a kid. I just kind of like, you know, get a blanket, you know, go to my bed, go in front of the TV and just play video games and just like, you know, kind of sort of things I do when I have like off time, but basically just relax sometimes like Netflix and chill in the literal sense of the term, not the uh, kind of innuendo it's, it's taken. Um, just watch. I like to watch a lot of friends and like, sometimes I'll like watch friends, maybe get some ice cream. So kind of in that vein, uh, I remember there was this one weekend, I think it was in high school uh, where my sister, she had this surgery on her foot. Like it, Basically, my sister has an extra bone in her feet, which is very bizarre. And I think like one in 11 people have it or something. Uh, But as a dancer, it was terrible because like her having to dance on her feet, it was like basically pushing the bones together in a way they're not supposed to. Uh, so she had to go to the specialist in Seattle and actually get these bones removed. Like they had to actually pull the bones out. So there was a series of weekends where like every weekend, my parents and sister and sometimes brother would all go to Seattle. Oh, wow. That's a trek. Yeah. So it was like every weekend. Uh, so this is probably about five or six years ago now. Uh, and this one weekend I was supposed to go with them, but I had a lot I needed to do at school that Friday. And so I couldn't get the time off. And I was just like, I was just going to stay home, go to school and then spend the weekend by myself. Uh, and I wake up that Friday and I am just sick as a dog. And I felt so bad because it made it, it looked very suspicious of like, I can't go with you. I can't take time off of school. And then the second they leave, Hey, I'm sick. Can I stay home? Like it just looked really bad. And also in that moment, like you're like the family's focused on your sister, understandably because of her, of her foot bones. And you don't want to be the guy that's like, Oh, by the way, I gotta let you guys know. I'm also really sick. But, but it was honestly one of those things like just getting dressed. I was just like, I can't even do this. Um, so I, I called them and they were like, yeah, it's fine. We'll call them to school. Uh, and then they were like, there's some, uh, cold medicine in, in our rooms, go get the cold medicine, have it, and then just rest. Obviously you do. And kind of in the vein of what you were talking about, I was like, okay, I'm going to put something on Netflix on for white noise. Uh, and I turned on Breaking Bad, which I had already seen, but I really like Breaking Bad. And so I just had it on. And there is something that happens. I can't explain it. But when you are sick and you are on a high quantity of cold medicine and you are watching any TV show, but in particular Breaking Bad, which is already very gritty and dark and emotionally just very strange. I was just in this weird state for three days where like. I'd be sleeping on and off constantly. When I was awake, I was watching Breaking Bad. And when I was asleep, my dreams were all about Breaking Bad. Oh, that's not good. And I was just in this weird, like, Albuquerque, New Mexico, methamphetamine haze for three days. It was very weird. Uh, And I've never done any illegal drugs. I don't intend on ever doing any illegal drugs. Uh, But just the tone of that show and, and the pace it moves at and the vibe it gives you mixed with being incoherently just in and out of sleep and on cold meds it was just a weird weekend man that's part of the reason i don't leave the tv on anymore when i go to sleep because i used to have like really intense dreams that were about like some like stuff that just left on the tv and i was just like i don't like 
you know the infomercials stuff to dictate my dreams because it makes them real weird so so yeah i ever since then if i am sick i typically uh maybe we'll have on like a podcast very quietly or music uh but any tv show with a narrative i find it just affects my state too much i also find i'm really like emotionally hypersensitive to everything when i'm sick um like i'll like watch a trailer and start tearing up at this like trailer for a video game or movie and it's like you need to stop this is not okay but uh yeah i don't know our brain goes to weird places when we're when we're sick it's just your your defenses are down in every way what's your favorite kind of remedy when you're sick like what's your go-to like i can't do anything this is what i'm gonna do when i was a kid it was video games but honestly if i get sick now i'm so sick i don't even want to play video games that's that like honestly takes too much effort which sounds so lazy but uh yeah it's it's just turn on like some music and and get a you know nice cup of like chamomile tea with honey and uh just just rest it off man just sleep as much as you can uh, try not to have a whole lot of screens or, or bright light because obviously that's not going to be too great for you. Uh, but then just be alone. I, I don't like, like, I'm at this weird age now of, like, I'm living with my folks, but in some ways I'm an adult. And so when I have gotten sick since I, I've been back home, it's, like, people will still be, like, trying to take care of me and, like, wanting to help. And it's honestly just, like, leave me alone, man. Like, I, I understand you mean well, but I just need to go into quarantine for a few days till I get through this. Some of the, like, for the people in our lives who love us, like, the the sad thing is, and this is true of anybody who loves someone, but sometimes the best thing you can do is just leave them alone and let them, like, deal with it on their own. Yeah, and I know they mean well. It's just one of those things, like, I don't like being a burden and I can't, like really think about like what i do and don't want them to do or what i do and don't want you know need at that moment there's the stress of like oh this person's healthy and i'm sick and i'm contagious i'm gonna get i'm gonna transfer my sickness to them because they're just gonna be in close proximity to me they're gonna get sick and you know like you're not gonna die like you don't have the black lung you just gotta like rest this thing off and drink a lot of fluids and some medicine and in a few days you'll be out on the other side so it's just you know and if you do die then you'll never get sick again you don't have to worry about it that's true it's like chicken pox if you get sick once you'll become immune also, the more flu shots you get, the more immunity you'll have. So, you know, they'll give you one, but if you ask for more, they will do it. Uh, I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I was like, I was about to say, like, I haven't had a flu shot in a while. Do they just, like, give you more if you ask for more? No, that's the that's the scene in Community uh, where Pierce is sitting there with the flu shots. And they're like, Pierce, you have had four flu shots. That's too many. Those are for the daycare center. And he just screams at him, I'll be a living God, as he's putting IVs into his arm. Well, folks, let us know if you have a, a remedy that works for you when you're sick. Maybe you found the cure to the common cold and you're just hoarding it to yourself jealously. Uh, maybe you 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 know have a, have a fun sick memory or a not fun sick memory you'd love to share with us. Let us know. We would love to hear it. So reach out to us on, on all the various social platforms and things of that nature. And remember that this has been the Not Yet Adults podcast, which comes to you, quote unquote, every week which is just a joke now honestly let's just change it to it comes out to you it'll come out to you on friday hopefully every friday but you know what check every friday if 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 it'll be out that week it will be on a friday uh probably unless it isn't remember when we used to do two a week oh my god how did we do that now we do one 
once a week maybe i do th- i mean i know we're at the end of the episode but i do think our episodes have gotten better the less often we've done them yeah because i mean like because you know if like when we're doing this is like kind of something we should talk about off the podcast but i'll just say on the podcast because screw it when we did two a week i think we were starting to run out of stuff to talk about yeah i mean and it wasn't that all the topics were bad it was just we were talking so often that the episode started to become like really similar this is an exaggeration but it felt like in the moment like we're not saying we're just, we're just saying stuff to hear ourselves speak but now that it's once a week we have more time to think about a good topic and we like we have more ideas yeah and, and we're not forcing it like i mean last week we we had a topic that i actually thought was a good topic i think we both did uh, and we started doing it and it was just kind of weren't feeling it uh and obviously we had some technical issues and stuff too but that's the nice thing about not forcing ourselves into an arbitrary schedule is if we're not feeling it we can take some time off until we are feeling it just like when we're sick and we i mean like well we can't do that when we're sick but we wish we could we we sure we gosh darn wish we could that would be very nice but anyways well folks as as we said let us know what thoughts or memories you have about getting sick and remember this is the not yet adults podcast which comes to you the fridays that we want it to at 9 a.m pacific time on youtube google podcasts apple podcasts soundcloud stitcher all sorts of things of that nature we're also on social media facebook instagram and twitter at not yet adults as well as on our own subreddit r slash not yet adults which you should check out if you have the time if you got even more time and you're like by gosh darn i've listened to 49 episodes of this show i love those guys over at the not yet adults you can do us a favor we'd really appreciate it if you're on ios you got one of those fancy pants iphones head on over to the apple podcast or itunes app search not yet adults leave us a rating and review there you can say in your review podcast sucks i hate this we don't like those guys and then leave five out of five stars just to keep people guessing i'm like wait a minute what like they hate you but it's five out of five stars and then it can become this weird inside joke of like worst podcast ever zero out of ten but then has five stars and it's like that's so weird what's going on it would make me think that they thought five stars was bad and one star was good i mean you know better some stars than no stars so but uh, yeah, folks, if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Again, we don't do this podcast for the fame or the numbers, but it does help more people uh, find out about the podcast, which is cool because we do put some work into this. We'll be back probably this next Friday or, or a Friday in the near future at some point in some time uh, with episode 50, which is a big deal for us. Uh, we've been doing this for just about a year now, and uh, we, we have a topic that I think is going to be really cool. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being you. And we will see you when we see you with episode 50 of Not Yet Adults. So until next time, this has been Colin and Eric of the Not Yet Adults. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.